0: Welcome to a bonus episode of Kill James Bond. Uh you know who we are, I hope, but just in case you don't, I am Alice Gordor Kelly. I'm joined as always by my friends Abigail Thorne and Devon. <laughs> Bonjour! <laughs> yeah. I, if you don't know who I am at this
1: point, that's on you.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So so I've I've transitioned us from mm-hmm. Again? <laughs> force femmed us. Yeah, I have force femmed you Again? because we've uh, we've been <laughs> me- I've been making you watch movies about sad European men, mm-hmm. and now we've gotten into the arc where I make you watch movies about sad European women. Mm -hmm. And so I I picked out something that I've been saving for a long time. Jean-Luc Godard's fourth movie, Vive Savi. um, And I don't really have a a favourite film, because my brain doesn't work like that. But if you put a gun to my head and said... Stop saying films. Say one film only. <laughs> um, like it would be this, right? This would be my my favorite film, and I'm I'm really nervous about this episode because I've kind of established myself over the course of doing this podcast as like Ms. Film Studies. There is a lot of film studies in this. This is a film studies ass movie, and I I want to do it justice. And I, I don't know, there's, there's a lot there, and I don't know if I'm, I'm equal to the task, but I'm glad that I have my two friends to help me out with this.
1: this. This is one of those movies where you watch it and you're immediately taken over by, oh, I'm watching a movie here, I've yes. got like a, a thing going on, I need to pay full attention to this and think about what I'm being shown and there's been a lot of writing about this film. I don't know how firmly I think I have anything new to say. People
0: but are interested in hearing us talk about it, I think. Exactly.
2: Yeah, it was all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Yeah, you
2: know, it's bang, it. <laughs> it's all right. It's kind of drags in places, but it's okay. <laughs> I don't get it.
0: <laughs> if you saw Stella Artois adverts, which I know is, is uh, as a mm. sort of Northerner, as Abby's uh, way of interacting with media preeminently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Th- they had this thing and order like... when
2: I used to work in the pub was two pints of Stella and a Pinot Grigio with ice <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. that was for a couple too that's yeah. two pints of Stella for one man and then a Pinot Grigio with ice for his lady friend
0: these are, these are gender roles you gotta get the
1: scampi crisps as well
0: yeah 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 but so if you remember the ads that they put out that were like taking the piss out of film genres one <laughs> of them was like the French art film the French new wave art film where it's like Lots of sort of like people talking to camera, black and white subtitles uh, about their sort of ennui, right? Yes, that's this, right that that's a thing that exists for you to make fun of because of films like this, and this is like it, one of the sort of originators of that. <clears throat> and so vive Sa Vie, to live her life, right? It's a kind of like bland quotidian title it's it's got fourth movie, um, and he made it with his wife Anna Karina. and let me just say. First and foremost, we've been talking about having 1960s woman dysphoria on this podcast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This, to me, is the sort of boss battle of 1960s woman (laughs) dysphoria, because ever since I saw this, which I did at quite a young age, I have had Anna Karina dysphoria, specifically. Mm. And Jean-Luc and I are of one mind on this, because... In the course of making this movie, it is very clear that he believes that Anna Karina is the most beautiful woman in the world, and so do I. So.
2: Mm. She's definitely up there.
1: I mean, that's that's what you want to do. If you're putting your wife in a film, you want it to be very, very clear that you are
0: horny as shit. Look at
1: my hot wife. For your yes. Wife. yes. yes. Yeah. 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 It
0: is absolutely look at my hot wife, the movie. And there are so many mm-hmm. close ups. I mean, it starts, the titles start with like a uh, profile, like close up. Other profile Mm. of Anna Karina. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, my notes say incredible side profile, who's her surgeon? Incredible front (laughs) profile, who's her surgeon?
0: Yes. Incredible
2: side profile, who's her surgeon?
0: (laughs) I I wrote down every day of my life, I show my hairdresser stills from this movie, and he still (laughs) has yet to get it right.
2: Every day of your life. (laughs) I'm a bit of a distance from the Anna Karina love, because my notes also say she looks like a younger, cuntier version of my mum. Like my mum, I have photos of my mum at 19 and she does look mm. like slightly like this. Yeah. So imagine this woman and Sean Connery and that you've got like my parents on film.
0: Wow. But this, this is like deep Alice Law, right? Is that like, if you want to understand why I'm like this and also why my hair looks like this, it's because I got really into French New Wave movies mm-hmm. and and like fucking Belle and Sebastian, I was insufferable. And uh, yeah, I sort of my, my latter adolescence was largely the long blonde song lust in the movies and so yeah it it just sort of colonized a whole area of my brain also the other thing i want to say about the titles is so because there's there's film studies happening right yes and one of the things that happens in this film is that the soundtrack sort of like shows up and then disappears again very abruptly
2: yeah (laughs) i don't really know what that was about
0: we'll get We'll get to what that's about. I have to say,
2: that I, I didn't, there's a lot of this that I like didn't get. Some bits I got, and that mm. was one of the bits mm. I didn't.
0: Well, I mean, a lot of it's like philosophical, so we are going to need the tube at some point.
2: That's fine. I've brought the yes, tube.
0: Yes, I am hoping you brought the tube.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you if you want me to like just put the thing up front, I think the, the soundtrack thing is partially about a sort of broader theme of like sound and silence and language, mm-hmm. and partially it's an example of Verthremdung's effect, which is something that I've mentioned before it's a kind of like brechtian dramatic thing
2: now you speak in my language brackets german
0: that's right where where you sort of like deliberately alienate and remind the viewer that they're watching a film to be like uh, not in a sort of marvel fourth wall mm-hmm. way although it can be that but in a way that like it it sort of trips you up a bit with the sort of like artificiality of it
1: yeah i, I mean i i really like it i like that there's no soundtrack for a lot of it because this is supposed to be just like chapters from a person's life it's,
2: it's
1: hmm. cinema verite it's, yes. where it's the soundtrack isn't there unless it
0: has something specific that it
1: wants to communicate
0: mm. mm-hmm. yeah and i like that i like that a lot it's mm. it's it's a life in 12 scenes 12 tableau, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and we start with uh, an epigram is an epigraph or an epigram when you start with it whatever you start with a, sure. a line from Montaigne. lend yourself to others but give yourself to yourself and immediately mm-hmm. we are sort of like in the realm of the transactional, right, and the temporary, and the, the distinction between lending and giving, which is going to be, like, uh, a theme throughout.
2: Mm, yeah, I wasn't in love with this for reasons we'll get to later.
0: Yes, it's, mm. it's problematic. We can problematize mm. this film. Let's.
2: But then my <laughs> yeah. notes say, incredible back-of-the-head profile, who says, a <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm showing this to the hairdresser. I'm like, how can you get this right? Yeah, you have it from you've all got every four angle cardinal of this direction. Mm. Yeah. So, so this is Nana. She's uh, mm. Anna Karina. She is in a cafe breaking up with her husband, right? Mm. Yes. Oh. Yes.
2: And we this most of this scene is only shot. We only see the backs of their heads. Um, mm. which I was, I was, it was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, why are we doing this? And I was like, oh, and this is something that happens a lot throughout the film. My thought is that like, this is kind of how Nana perceives the world as being like faceless and Mm. without sympathy, without like compassionate eyes to gaze into. We spend as much time in this film looking at the backs of people's heads as we do as their faces. Um, And I guess that's kind of like how she feels about the world, because as we learn, she's very sad. She's very unfulfilled. She's cheated on him. um, And Mm. she's just like pretty fucking miserable, to be honest.
0: Yeah, there is is one thing I want to put down that I'm going to pick up later, which is this is mostly the backs of their heads, but you do see her face in the mirror behind the bar, sort of mm. distantly. Mm. And I, I will come back to that later. But yeah, I think two things happening here. First is, uh, as you say, this is sort of like the alienation with that she has, but it's also got her kind of like trying to experiment with how you would shoot a conversation, right? Where... Mm-hmm. Ordinarily, you would do like shot reverse shot, shot, and instead of doing that, he would just do the back of the head and like sort of pan across mm. and so much mm. of this stuff, like the soundtrack or like you know the cinematography like that, it feels wrong and it's wrong on purpose mm. and this this is one of the things where like if you're if you're watching this sort of inattentively you think oh this is this guy's a fucking idiot, he doesn't know how to make a movie <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, she's not in frame, dude. You gotta point the camera
1: at someone's face. You can't in. you can't see the person she's talking
0: to, mate. You can yeah. only see her
1: back of her head and the front of her face. Yeah. you've only got yeah, the yeah. soundtrack
2: keeps yeah. cutting out.
1: Yeah.
2: What's going on?
1: Well <laughs> now, that's quite enough of that. If you wanna hear the rest of this high-stakes analytical brain champion episode, you are going to have to go to patreon.com slash killjamesbond, all one word and sign up today for just £5 a month.